Hey folks, Jim Thomas here, Fitness Management and Consulting, and welcome to our channel today. I appreciate y'all being here. And if you're new to the channel, uh, if you're finding us for that very first time, you know, welcome. It's good to have you. And our topic for you today, it's 10 tips to help you work on your business and not in your business. 10 tips for helping you work on your business and not in your business. You know, it's the difference between having a job and having a business, you know, if you're that gym owner. Now, before we get into our topic here today, you know, just a quick reminder, you know, my focus, my mission here in the channel is I want to be able to provide as much information as I can to as many people as I can, you know, across the globe. And the best way I can do that is when you choose to subscribe to the channel. So if you've not yet done so, please take a moment, hit that subscribe button. We appreciate it. And then to learn more about me, uh, learn more about my company and how we can help take your business to that next level. You know, be sure to check out those links below. And then for you folks who are looking to open a new gym, you need funding. Uh, for you folks that have an existing operation, you need funding. You know, be sure to check out the links below. You know, under financing and funding. You know, we can help provide funding for up to four hundred thousand uh, dollars. That's unsecured. There's no restrictions on use. And the basic qualifications for that. It's a minimum credit score of 680 or better in all three credit bureaus, Equifax, Experian, uh, TransUnion, and then a minimum income of 50000 per year each of the two previous years. Again, check those links below under financing and funding for more information on that program, as well as other options uh, that we have to help provide funding for your business. So with that said, let's get into our topic here, and it's you know 10 tips for helping you to work on your business and not in your business. And so number one on my list is, you know, don't get bogged down in the micromanaging of your business. You know, you start micromanaging this, you know, you're going to find yourself so tightly wound to it, so tightly, you know, uh, joined to it that it's, it's going to become a job. Okay. And even that micromanaging, you know, it's not going to be the kind of thing that's really going to help you develop team and develop staff. You know, the best thing you can do here is uh, from where I sit is, you know, make sure we, we learn to delegate, you know, we learn to use technology and we utilize the tools around us, you know, to be able to, you know, do more and in many cases kind of do more with less. And what I mean by less in this case is maybe less time. Okay, but don't get bogged down in the micromanaging of running your gym. Number two, take the time to think. Take the time to think. You know, one of the things that I've always looked at, you know, running my gyms and even our current company is, you know, about 50% of our time should be spent thinking and planning, you know, how we're going to run the business. And the large part of that thinking and planning, a lot of times, is going to involve marketing. You know, how are you going to promote it? Because, you know, for any gym owner out there, you know, one of the biggest challenges you have is that issue of, you know, no one knows who you are and those that do don't have you at top of mind. So make sure we're taking time to think. We're taking time to plan. We're taking time, you know, to create strategies, you know, to move the business forward. Uh, number three um, on my 10 tips for, for helping you work on your business and not in your business is you want to manage your time and attention. You want to manage your time and attention. 
And I, I know for me as a, as a young owner, you know, I opened my first gym when I was 22 and I had the philosophy, I'm going to talk to everybody. And I still a little bit have that same philosophy, but you really have to manage that. Cause I know for a while I was getting overwhelmed with, I wasn't managing my time and my attention very well. I had to do a better job of that. So make sure we, we manage our time and, and our attention. We don't want to get dragged down into what other people have going on. We certainly don't want to get dragged down into kind of their problems. And a lot of these can be, you know, advertisers and marketers and things of this nature, or things that sometimes can just be delegated. But manage your time, manage your attention. Okay. There's only so much of it that you have. You want to be mindful of it. Um, number four, and we have a lot of these kind of things that we like to ask, but you want to ask yourself, you know, this pivotal, this pivotal question. Okay. What is the one thing that I can do in my business that would make everything else unnecessary? What's the one thing I can do in my business that would make everything else unnecessary? What is that? Okay. I can give you a couple things for me. Okay. That really caused that to be true, made certain things unnecessary. One of them is we brought on a field marketing rep and our field marketing rep, what their job was well, I won't go into all the details on compensation and all that, but their, their, their whole job was to drive traffic in the front door. You know, we had our paid programs and still do. We have paid programs, but that field marketing rep, their whole job, their whole reason for getting up was to drive traffic into that front door. And what it did, it gave us a more steady flow of things. It made other things unnecessary, like, uh, you know, staff having to go out and do certain things because they were busy handling traffic and following up on leads that had already come in. The other thing that we did that made a significant difference is regular training. And not only regular training, but regular recruiting. We didn't do this until I was up to about three clubs. That's when really it became effective for us. But we would go out and we'd bring on 10, 15 people. They were not hired, but they were invited to attend a complimentary training. And we'd go through that complimentary training involving all of our staff. And we'd end up with about five people that had been fully trained. They could walk into any gym and they're ready to go. They can answer the phone. You know, they can give a tour, they can give a membership presentation, they can, you know, use the software, you know, they can do everything. Those two things made an awful lot of things unnecessary all of a sudden, okay, and really drove my business, you know, to new levels. So always be asking yourself that question. What's the one thing I can do in my business that would make everything else unnecessary? Um, Number five on my list, work to your strengths, Work to your strengths and hire to your weaknesses. I know a lot of folks, you know, that we work with, I mean, the weakness for a lot of folks is sales and marketing. They'll bring, you know, me on, my company on board to help with that. Okay. Because that's a weakness. Okay. Uh, You know, work to your strengths and hire to your weaknesses. If you're not good at something, either, you know, get trained at it, you know, quickly, or, you know, get someone that can help you with that, hire it, you can outsource it. You know, you can hire, you know, someone internally to help you with that. Um, Number six, um, you know, and number six on my list, you know, one of the things we want to remember, you know, speed, you know, acting quickly, you know, sells. And what I say is be a jet 
not a helicopter. Be a jet, not a helicopter. You know, set the course and then delegate. Okay, want to manage our time and attention, right? Set the course and then delegate. But we want to know that speed sells. Speed sells. This is part of the training. I mean, even there's data out there on internet leads that you get. You know, you respond to an internet lead within five minutes, they're nine times more likely to become a customer. Okay, so get back with them quick. But set the course and then delegate. Be a jet, not a helicopter. Okay. Um, number seven on my list, and this one is, is so important. There's so many folks out there that have so much information and so much knowledge and are really good at this, but it doesn't always find its way out. And so what I have number seven on my list, get the stuff in your head, get it so you can get it out so that your employees can find it. Okay. Everything that's in your head that knows how to do this, you need to get it out there so your employees can find it. And usually what this is going to mean is some kind of regular training. Okay. Some kind of regular training. I know what I like to see, I like to see at least a, a one hour training class every week that is sales training, maybe a one hour management training, maybe a one hour management trainee training. Okay. But all that, all that good stuff in your head, we got to get it out there. It's not doing us any good if it's just sitting up in our head. Okay, we've got to get it out there where the employees can find it. Number eight on my list. Identify certain tasks and certain routines that can be outsourced. Let's outsource as much as we can. I mean, typically, what do we outsource? You know, we'll outsource payroll. You'll outsource your accounting. Those are, you know, kind of common, okay? But look at other tasks and routines that can be outsourced or you can use technology, you know, on, on tasks that are, you know, kind of routine and, you know, duplicate kind of things. Uh, the number nine on my list, I've kind of talked about this a little bit throughout this, but make sure we put a value on your time, put value on your time. What is your time worth? Okay. And the ultimate reality is if, if something can be delegated, if somebody else can do it, let them do it. It's a great way to train and develop, but it's also a great way for you to continue working on your business and not in your business. And then last on my list, number 10, always be learning, be a student. And I don't care where you're at in the industry. If you're that owner, you know, trying to work on your business, if you're that brand new, new hire, just got started, become a student, become a student of sales, a student of management, a student of people, of the industry, of your business, always be learning. I know it's one of my favorite stories was when I first became a sales manager, a manager of a gym, I had no background in that. You know, my, I, I did well in sales and so I became the manager. Okay. But I, I was pretty, you know, committed and focused and competitive and wanted to know how to do it. And every single Friday, you know, we get done, I'd go to the bookstore and buy a book. I'd read it. And that was the book that I was training from that week. And then next week I'd repeat it over and over and over. Always be learning. You can use this channel for it. I know a lot of clubs do, you know, they'll use this channel for staff training, but always be learning. So 10 tips to help you work on your business and not in your business. It's a, you know, business, if you've got a business, it's going to run just as well if you're not there. Okay. If you're working in it, it's a job, you step away and typically you can have some hiccups. 
So folks, again, my name is Jim Thomas. My company is Fitness Management and Consulting. Appreciate you being here at the channel today. Uh, if you've not yet done so, please take a moment, you know, hit that subscribe button. We appreciate it. Uh, to learn more about me, learn more about my company, and how we can help take your business to that next level, you know, be sure to check out those links below. And then again, for you folks who are looking to open a new gym and you need funding, you have an existing gym, you need funding, you know, we can help uh, provide funding for up to $400,000 that is unsecured, no restrictions on use, uh, minimum credit score of 680 or better in all three credit bureaus, minimum income of 50000 per year each of the two previous years. Check the links below under financing and funding for more information on that program and then additional information on other ways we can help provide funding, you know, for your operation. So folks, again, my name is Jim Thomas. I appreciate you being here today and we'll look forward to seeing you all in that next video.